Bring out Elizabeth Selwyn. The tortured souls cried out in agony as the flames mounted higher and higher. Burn, witch, burn, witch, burn, burn, burn. Those I've said and he's known today in the actual practice of witchcraft in the 17th century. Board now. Okay. Right now. Right now. So, uh, we've had some technical issues, technical difficulties over the last couple of weeks, and uh, but we're back, and hopefully, we have uh, we've we managed to find the secret sauce and new equipment. New equipment. We're we're we've mirrored each other's setups. We've got. Uh, um, almost the same microphone setup. We definitely have the same Macs that we're running now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very excited about the prospect of, um, you know, posting videos on a regular basis now, and we can continue to do audio if we wanted to. Um, we could do both simultaneously. Um, we're like playing with power. I I feel so powerful right now. As you like- should. Like like some kind of digital deity. <laughs> digital deity. That's what I do. That's I what feel, you do, indeed. I feel deified. Are we going to cover uh, the, uh, what's it called, the quadfecta again? Or what do you want to do? Well, I think it, we should tweak that and release it. And that's what we're going to do. Okay, we'll release it. So uh, in case people are wondering, we have an episode that's coming out. It's called The Quadfecta of Phantoms, mm-hmm. where Omar and I um, watched four different versions of Phantom of the Opera. Uh, the 1925 silent version, all the way up through um, the 1989 version. And we include also the, um, the uh, Phantom of the Paradise Mm. as a uh, as a riff on the old phantom the tried and true phantom story so um keeping an eye and ear open for the quadfecta of phantoms episode um today what monsters are we- uh love and monsters that's what love and monsters yes all right so uh omar this was your idea and uh i think it's uh i think it held uh much merit do you want to start us off yeah, so this is uh, playing right now on Netflix. Uh, it's like a fun, hon- uh, fun monster movie. Not too scary, but just uh, really enjoyable, lighthearted. Uh, about a guy who uh, falls in love with this girl. You know, guy falls in love with a girl, and uh, and this is right before pretty much the end of civilization as. Uh, there's this uh, meteor heading towards the earth and they launch missiles against it and then they blow it up. But then the radiation comes down and starts mutating all of these uh, insects and creatures uh, like uh, frogs and toads and everything, plant life, everything, plant life. And, uh, and then it, you know, it pretty much ends all civilization and he's kind of, you know, stuck with his group of people and he lost contact with her, with, uh, you know, with the girl he loves. And he, he manages get, to get back in touch with her and then decides, you know what? I'm going to make the journey to 
reconnect with the love of my life. But he's kind of, uh, you know, he's not really equipped to deal with all these uh, creatures roaming about eating people and whatnot. Yeah, he freezes up. Um, yeah, even when he's with um, his group of you know survivors, um, they have an in an enclave. They're protected. He freezes up. He's like the least likely to survive. Absolutely. Um, there's a scene where this giant mutated ant, I think it was, was about to attack him, and he just froze up. He couldn't f- shoot his crossbow. Was it or yeah, yeah. He froze up and and then he's, you know, he's got to overcome that. And uh, it was interesting. It took some pretty fun and exciting uh, twists and turns, you know, kind of lighthearted, just fun. You know, I, I I had a good time. I really did. Yeah. So the um, again, the premise is seven years after monster apocalypse, um, people are living in these underground bunkers. He's worthless when it comes to survival. You're, you're surprised, and so are his friends. They, even though they love him because he's a really nice guy and he's kind of like uh, the the token um, the is token. He, he's the, got, he, he cooks and stuff. yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the token wimp of the group. Um, yeah. They uh, he like like Omar said. He gets into radio contact with this girl that he hasn't seen in seven years, and he's going to make the eighty-four mile trek to where she and her uh, group of underground survivors um, where they live. And but eighty-five miles, it might as well be three thousand miles away because of all of the. Um, all of the monsters that reside within his within the path um, between him and his girlfriend, um, and he's not even driving. There's no cars, so right? There's no way. You, right, you have to physically walk the you know the lo- you know, to the new location. Um, uh, Dylan O'Brien is the main character. I think he you may know him from um, what's what's the name of that the Maze Runner. I think he was in. Um, yeah, he was in the Maze Runner and uh, Teen Wolf. I guess there was a TV show, Teen Wolf. I did yeah, not. That was. Um... And I've only seen one episode uh, or one installment of the Maze Runner, and it wasn't bad. He's a he's a decent actor. Jessica Henwick is the love interest, Amy. Um, she's uh, one of the Sand Snakes from. Yeah, uh... she's Nymeria Sand, and which I I didn't realize that, but she she's actually a good actress as um in her own right or good actor in her own right. She was solid. Michael Rooker makes an appearance in this and he he's a lot of fun no matter what Rooker's in. Um, exactly. Yeah. So it was actually and all right, so I kind of mentioned this earlier uh, to Omar when we were discussing it. And my initial reaction because I'm a snob when it comes to horror movies, my initial reaction is if I see a horror movie that's PG-13, um, I have a knee-jerk reaction to automatically say, this isn't going to be very good. Um, and I got to break myself of that habit. And I, I know it's pretty, it's pretty you know, close-minded sometimes. I do watch thir- PG-13 horror as well as other films. I, I don't necessarily know why I have this, um, but I've seen too many or been burned by many PG-13 movies where they kind of dumb things down because they, they're trying to appeal to a more wider and younger audience. And by doing so, I always invariably feel like, um, I don't know, I feel like it's uh, I'm let down by the by the movie itself. Like it could have been more if it if it had, um, you know, had been a rated R film. 
So in this case, I went into this thinking, all right, I'm going to I'm going to want to hate this movie or I'm not going to really enjoy it. And I was pleasantly surprised. You know, the, the characters were fun, even though the story seemed a bit predictable at times, um, you know, and you're always worried about, you know, is the the CGI going to be really crappy in this. But honestly, there there was a lot to like about this movie. The characters were fun. Yeah, there there seemed to be a predictability about this movie, but not necessarily in the way that we always that we always imagine. Um but it was good. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, like I said, it was fun. The monsters were awesome. So if you oh, yeah, like designs were great. Yeah. If you're into monster movies, you should definitely check this movie out. It was fun. It wasn't necessarily like you would imagine. Oh, it's, there's a love interest and it's going to be sappy. And it, it wasn't. And uh, it was actually pretty, uh, you know, pretty, uh, pretty decent film. And they didn't go the route of being um, predictable in terms of, you know, the love interest or how things were going to go. Um, and then there, like I said, at times it was a bit predictable and you could see that, um you know, that things are going to have a positive spin on it. It's not going to be a nihilistic ending for sure. But uh, but it's the way I think at the at the end, it's the way that things happen that were I I, I mean, I, I predicted some of it, but then others I was like, all right, that's a pleasant kind of a surprise, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, this wasn't, you know, with regards to R rating and stuff like that, it was um I mean, it's a monster movie, you know, it's it's not like, you know, blood and gore and stuff like that. These are, you know, kind of. I wouldn't say Godzilla because it's not, you know, those types of huge monsters, but along the same, you know, kind of vibe, maybe. Oh, yeah, uh, so, definitely. So, yeah, it's, it's a fun kind of it's not even really horror. It's a monster movie. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's 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 a horror movie, but it's um it's horror it, it's horror adjacent it's more of an action adventure and you know there's some comedy it's lighthearted, like you said so yeah because there's monsters i would say it's maybe adjacent you know, horror adjacent film so it's you know it's got horror elements to it um which make it a lot of fun and interesting to watch um it's yeah. ac it's action-packed you're gonna wish that there was a little bit more action in it um the i guess towards the end of the of the third act there's uh, the big reveal and uh you know they have to uh, join forces and and kind of battle the the bad guys which was satisfying i really i i enjoyed the ending with the giant crab monster and it was good i i like that part yeah yeah definitely um i had a blast um are we ready to rate it how many what are we going to say slugs <laughs> How many mutated slugs uh, out of five mutated slugs are you going to give this film? I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to give it four, you know? Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really had a fun time again. It's not overly memorable or anything, but it's just a lighthearted fun movie. I mm. think it did its job. All right. Yep. I'm going to go with uh, close to the same thing. I, I give it like a three and a half. I enjoyed it. I liked the acting. The characters were fun. I like the premise of an apocalypse. Any, I don't, it, it, it's, it's a subject that I always liked even as a kid. And if I see like, 
you know, the cities that have been decimated and overgrown and, and all that stuff. I'm all in on that. And I love the, the, the apocalyptic imagery. Um, but it was definitely, definitely a fun film. So yeah, three and a half out of five. It's not a movie that I probably would watch again and again. Maybe I would, but I would recommend it if you, especially if you're into monsters. So yeah, check it out. Um, give us a heads up. Tell us if, what what you liked about it. Tell us if you wanted more more gore and blood and guts, and or what you would have changed with this it's, film. It's definitely a movie you'd want to watch with a couple of people. You know, kind of, you know, like it's. I, I I ended up watching it, you know, alone because um, you know, lonely. Um, but the uh, what's it called? The um, it's for me, it's the type of movie that you know, I have a couple of friends along just to you know, it's like a popcorn flick, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, I agree, definitely. yeah, cool, rock and roll, yeah. So, we got a couple other things coming up, like we said, we got the quadfecta of phantoms, um, for those of you who are interested in some classic, um you know, classic horror films, the, um, well, I don't want to give Andrew Lloyd uh, Webber versions, you know, not the Andrew Lloyd Webber version, although we're not averse to that one either. Um, uh, yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, absolutely. And I had, you know, numerous phantoms throughout the years. I mean, the, the four phantoms that we watched, I mean, it left, it left room for so many more. Like I realized that they're, they remade Phantom of the Opera so many times that, um, you know, we, we if, yeah, we didn't even watch the 60s one, but that one, uh, from what I understood, is very boring. So, oh, yeah. And there was one in the in the aughts, too. It, it happened in the early 2000s uh, mm-hmm. where they remade it. I forget who they said, you know, who, who was in that one. Was it uh, what's his name from who played uh, Wolverine? Oh, was it um, Hugh Jackman? I think they. I think I saw something where Hugh Jackman was in. Ah, it. Let's see. Yeah. Um, I Let's know see the actress. Uh, she's in Shameless. I forgot her name. I think she's the one in that one. Oh, okay. Two thousand four. Oh, Julian Sands is the Phantom in the Phantom oh. of the Opera, nineteen ninety eight. Oh, shit! And and Asia Argento. Nice. Oh, why did I miss this? This is a Dario Argento Phantom of the Opera. I didn't see this. In 19... 1998. We may have to uh we Ooh. may have to watch this one too and then make it uh, a yeah, yeah. quint quintec quintecla, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I don't even know what that means, but quintopolis <laughs> quintopo quintfecta. Quintfecta of phantoms. Ah. But you, I, the only thing that I think is bad is, I mean, as much as I love the old Dario Argento, and when I say the old Dario Argento, I mean like, you know, a Bird with the Crystal Plumage, Suspiria, um, you know, uh, those, the, the Argento movies of the 70s and 80s, um, obviously some of my favorite films. I, I, I love his earlier stuff. Um mm-hmm the the 90s and 2000s there you know they had an issue with budget and it, i just felt like he was just i don't know putting out 
subpar movies and i hate mm. to put it that way um but i don't know we might have to see this maybe we'll watch this and, and record fully record uh you know all of them but um there was one in 1998 with uh, Argento. there is a 2011 what is this phantom of the opera at the royal albert hall oh right. okay it sounds like uh, a live yeah it's a live musical. presentation so but i guess that's the one i was looking at so maybe hugh, hugh jackman isn't in um, I but could I have sworn there was a 2004. Maybe he came in the later one because there wasn't a one after that. Oh, you know who it was? It was Gerard Butler. Ah, okay. Yeah, so he plays the Phantom of the Opera in 2004. And Joel, plays... Joel Schumacher was the yes. director. Yes. Emmy Rosam was Christine. By Emmy Rosam, yes. That's who mm -hmm. I was thinking of. Yeah. Miranda, Miranda Richardson was in it too. Yeah, but that's oh, a musical. Shit. Yeah, Mini Driver, Kieran Hines. I mean, this is an amazing cast. Mm. So anyway, so yeah, I mean, I'm not averse to um, horror-themed musicals per se, but uh, yeah, interesting stuff. There's there's been so many. I mean, it lends itself, uh, you know, to romance as well as you know a bit of uh, you know the horror. But uh, yeah, keep an ear open for that episode. We hope you guys like it. But there was uh, we spent. A lot of time watching different versions of this, and that's when we started running into some technical issues. So we wanted to make sure we cleaned it up and and presented you know some uh, some a decent um, review of each one of these films. But we really enjoyed um, reviewing all of those, and it's something we're going to probably do again. So Dracula, there's been quite a few Frankenstein movies, um, The Invisible Man, which is another one that I think um, has we've seen a few remakes of those wolfman movies etc so um yeah keep an keep an ear open for that anything else you wanted to touch on um not offhand not offhand but mm. uh yeah i think uh all right yeah we got some uh work cut out for us yeah we definitely have some work cut out for us uh, i mean and uh, we were also um talking about well, some of my favorite horror and uh, holiday mashups. So we were mm, talking about. Yes. So I think we're we're shooting for um, a Christmas episode for next week, and uh, we hope to uh, be able to review some of our favorites that we've touched on in the past, like Black Christmas. Um, but then there are some others that are not, you know, a little bit off the beaten path that don't get enough recognition. So we're going to touch on some of those. And uh, we'll maybe start a dialogue on our Instagram page. You guys have any of your favorites you'd like to chime in with? Um, yeah, we definitely will open that up. So keep an eye open up for that on Instagram and on Facebook. Rock and roll. Okay. Okay. Oh, and uh, oh, yeah. And um, Rob, our buddy Rob from uh, Terror at Synth High, we are also planning on uh, connecting with him within the next week or so and doing a um, kind of okay. what are we going to do the Christmas uh, episode with him or. Uh... Well, we were thinking maybe since you uh, and Rob have never fully seen, I don't think you've seen it at all, Extro, that might have been a good... Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe get Extro as a review for, for us to do a kind of... Um, 
our own version of MST3K and get us to kind of uh, do a kind of funny uh, review of Extro since that movie is batshit crazy. And you guys yeah. definitely need to see it. It's, it's one you should see. So uh, absolutely. Once we got the uh, technical uh, details worked out, yeah, I think we should definitely do it. Yeah, so we're gonna try and get a bunch of uh, a bunch of these episodes in for you guys and get some reviews, and we're pretty excited about it. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Deuces.